Welcome to another inspirational message from the chapel. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information, check out our website, thechapelcollective.com.au. Everywhere. He's not omnipotent. He cannot do everything. He uses people to help him. He uses you and I to help him. He manipulates us to build his walls. He can't be everywhere. Only God is omnipresent. So sometimes we allow ourselves to be used by him to build his walls in our mind. Remember that a stronghold is a mindset, a value system, or a thought process that hinders your progress. Remember, he's manipulating your thought. It's not true, even though it's factual. It's not true. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasant, and perfect will. Salvation is an event when we come to Jesus. But renewing your mind is a process of taking one brick down after another. One stone down after another. That is the renewing of your mind. You come to Christ, your spirit is saved. But the demolition of stronghold is a process of taking one stone down after another. What do you believe about yourself? What are your value systems? What are your thoughts like? Are they aligned with the word of God? The second thing that we see are the towers. The towers. He builds towers. He builds towers in our mind. Strongholds are made of a tower or towers. It can be two, ten, or one. It's still a tower. They are elevated structures. Towers are elevated above any other structure in the city. The devil elevates lies as towers to obstruct your view of God. Listen to this. The reason why he elevates towers is because every time you raise up your head, the only thing you can see is a tower. It's the most elevated building or structure in the city, in your mind. So whenever you raise your head, you, anything you can see is the tower in front of you. You can't see God. You can only see your tower. Elevated lies in our mind. When you want to look at the truth, you are looking for the Bible, you're looking for the word of God. The only thing you can see in the Bible is the elevated towers. Because he has built towers in your mind. You may be going through a painful situation, To the point where you forget God's love. You forget God's love. You may have been disappointed by relationships to the point where you exalt the lie that you are not meant to be loved. You may, be, you may have been in a bad situation for a long time to the point where it has been exalted above the truth of God's promises in your life. Only, the only thing you can see is the lie. You can't see God or his love anymore. Let me talk to you about some of the towers. Fear is a tower. 
fear is a tower. It's when we elevate potential danger above God's protection. That is the tower of fear. Anger is a tower. It's when we elevate vengeance above God's grace and forgiveness. Rejection is a tower. It's when we elevate the feeling of worthlessness above God's love for us. Depression is a tower. It's when we elevate sadness and despair above our hope in God. Self-hatred is a tower. It's when I elevate my weaknesses above my strength as a uniquely God-designed person. The enemy builds many other towers in our lives to stop us from seeing life as it is. We see it as he wants us to see it, not as it is. You must see life as God sees it to live the life God designed for you. If you want to live the life God designed for you, learn to see it as God sees it. Not as the devil portrays it. The way God designed it for you. See yourself as God sees you. It's the beginning. Numbers 13, 1 to 2 says, The Lord spoke to Moses. Send the men, send men to scout out the land of, of Canaan. I'm giving to the Israelites. God promised. You can hear this. God says, I'm giving to the Canaanites. So listen to the, the, the next passage. Numbers 13, 31 to 33. But the men who had gone up with him responded, We can't attack the people because they are stronger than we are. So they gave a negative report to the Israelites about the land they had scouted. The land we passed. We pass through to explore is one that devours its inhabitant. And all the people we saw in it are men of great size. We even saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak come from the Nephilim. To ourselves, we seemed like grasshoppers. And we must have seemed the same to them. Listen to this report. See how we exaggerate and distort reality to build towers in our mind. The land was not devouring its inhabitant. The land was not. In his, it was not devouring in his habitant. That's what fear made them see. They didn't see the real thing. But listen to the report. They say, we must have seemed the same to them. Who told them? Who told them how they are being perceived by the enemy? They did not talk to them. They did not talk to them. But they came with a report. <laughs> you know what? We seemed to them like grasshoppers. Who told them that's how they saw them? Fear. Towers. The enemy twists reality in your mind and you go, <laughs> they don't like me. See the way they looked at me. They don't like me there. In that church, they don't care about me. Who told you? Satan. Elevated towers. That person doesn't like me. That person, yeah, look, 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 look at the way. And you start to read everything through that lens. When you meet again, you are checking if they will say hello, if they smile, if they are... Whether, whether. No, he was distracted. You see, he was looking beside when I was behind. No, he doesn't love me. You know what I'm talking about. 
Maybe that's what you are going through in your marriage, but no, that's for another day. The towers in our head, exaggerated. They built towers of defeat in their mind and started seeing and hearing things that were not true. They were not true. Satan exaggerates lies in our mind so that we don't attempt to fight back. That's his intention. He makes lies appear too big for us to fight back. Because it's too big, you are just defeated. You feel like this tower, nobody can break it. Nobody can break this. You feel defeated. Lies in our mind. Magnifying God contextualizes your problem. Magnifying your situation minimizes God. You understand I didn't say magnify God minimizes your problem. I've heard many preachers say that. I'm not saying that. I don't think our problems get small as we praise God. They are still painful. They're still big. They're just in their context. God reframed them to their right position. Pain will stay there. Problems will stay there. But when you magnify God, he opens your eyes to see them, not like towers, but just like problems. Challenges to face and overcome. When we magnify them, we fail even to fight back. When we magnify God, we get the strength to understand, oh, I can fight this. I can overcome this. I don't think they get minimized. They just go back to their right position. Whatever you exaggerate, you praise. Whatever you exaggerate, you praise. Whatever you repeat to, to yourself, you exalt, you praise, you magnify. You magnify. Praising God does not automatically eliminate our problem. It just gives us the proper perspective of our issues. When God is magnified, our issues are contextualized. I think I've learned English better. That's a good word, isn't it? Contextualized. Third one, the third one. The occupant. Let's talk about the occupant. Significant people occupied stronghold. Not everybody. Not everybody went in the stronghold. No, no, no. That was a place of very important people. Very important people. People like me. People like me. They invited people like me there. Important. Important people. No, maybe not me. Phoebe. Phoebe will be invited in the tower. Important people invited there. Very important. Like kings, the generals. Those were the people invited there. Significant people. Those were strategists of war. The royal family. Decision makers. They were protected people in the city. The most protected people in the city. So when Paul talks about taking every, every thought captive, he refers to ideas protected under maximum security in your mind. Now listen to this. The devil makes a life event. He takes a life event. He surrounds it with a fortified wall of lies. And then he built a tower to exalt it so that you don't even attempt to fight. So it's a life event. It's true it happened. And then he uses that life event to keep you captive. What is in that tower, in that stronghold, 
is your experiences, not the word of God. Your experiences, not the truth about you, your experiences. And then he keeps them captive. He keeps them there. Everything around you will tell you that it is impossible to access the occupants. It's just hard. They are inside there. The, strong, the, 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 the stronghold is just too strong. We value those soul thoughts. We value them. We cherish them. They are dear to us. Those thoughts, they are dear to us. We protect them. They have become our new normal. Whenever someone tries to address them, we get defensive. You don't want anybody to go there. That issue of your life, you don't want anybody to talk about it. Everybody, somebody tries to talk to you about it, you get very defensive. Don't go there. What did you talk about that? What did you talk about that? And I will never talk to you again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? They are touching something in the stronghold. Yeah, you don't want your pastor to talk about it. You don't want your, your, your friend to talk about it. You don't want anybody to talk about it. You don't want anybody to talk about it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't, don't show me that photo. I don't want that life. That's, no, 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 no. Don't show me that. Why? It's a stronghold. You become defensive. It's protected in your mind. The stronghold. Do you have areas of your life you don't want anybody to access? Do you have... Some life experiences that they are so painful or shameful that you have buried them in you and you don't allow anybody to talk about them. They are your stronghold. Paul says, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 to, 4 to 5, since the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they, they are powerful through God for the demolition of stronghold, we demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. It's raised up against what? The knowledge of God. That idea doesn't want the truth of God to be known in your life. Because it's an elevated tower, it doesn't want to be you to be exposed to the truth of the word of God. He doesn't want that. We have the mandate to take every thought captive to obey Christ. We don't get them outside to run rampant and get out of control. That's not what we are trying to do. We don't, we don't just get them out of the tower. We, we get them out of the tower and then we, set them, we put them captive. They don't just go. No, 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 no. You set them free, but you bring them under the control of Christ. Does it make sense? Your, strong, your, your, your occupant, you don't just release them and send them home. No, you release them, then you tell Jesus, take them. Set them captive. Set them captive to obey Christ. Your thoughts must be liberated from stronghold, but brought under the obedience of Christ. Christ is the truth. Truth is a person. Truth is a person. You must take every thought captive to obey Jesus and ensure those thoughts remain under Christ. Remain under Christ. To take every thought captive to obey Christ is to align your thoughts to Christ's thought. Christ's thoughts are written in the Bible. Just in case you forgot. Christ's thoughts are in the Bible. No, don't worry about the, the version. It can be NIV. It can be NLT. It can be CSB. It can be uh, uh, Christ's thoughts are in the Bible. So this is what we do. Just a few things to do. One, know the truth. Know the truth. To identify a lie, you need to know the truth. 
to identify a counterfeit, you must know the original. Your lie can be as simple as saying to yourself, I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough. They don't like me here. I'm always wrong. Always? Always wrong? People say that to themselves. I'm always wrong. I'm always right. Someone has told that. I said that to me. I'm always right. eh? (laughs) You are a God. You are always right. Nobody needs me. Sure, nobody needs you. You know, that's where depression takes people. You feel like nobody needs you. Is it true really nobody on earth needs you? That's a lie. It's impossible to be a human that nobody needs. That nobody, nobody loves. Everybody hates me. That's not true. That's not true. It, 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 it's a stronghold. All women in our family go through this. All men in our, stra- oh, oh, in our family go through this. And you keep building this stronghold in, in your mind. The weapon to break the walls of lies in your life is the proclamation of the word of God over your situation. Speak the word of God over it. John 8.32 says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. What you feel is real, but what God says is the truth. When you hear the voice of rejection, confront it with the truth in the word of God that you are loved and accepted. Only the truth will set you free. The second one, praise the truth. Don't just know it, but praise it. It is one thing to know the truth. It's another thing to stand for the truth. Repeat it to yourself over and over until your mind elevates the truth above the lies. Remember, you build the stronghold by repeating the lie to yourself. The way you're going to break it is by repeating the the truth to yourself. That's how you're going to break it. James 4, 7 says, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the lies in your mind. Repeat the word of God until it's elevated above the lies and until you hear God's voice louder than fear, anger, sadness, worry, rejection, depression, or self-hatred. Repeat the truth in the word of God. And finally, protect the truth. Remember, the enemy is after the truth. Protect the truth. Fight the battle in your mind. It's a battle. It's a battle. Satan won't go gently as you request. Satan, can you please leave? I'm about to go to bed. Can you leave? He doesn't go that way. He's not a gentleman. He doesn't open the car, uh, the, the door of your car. He doesn't. You need to go by force. So force him out of your life. Once you have identified your stronghold, speak the truth over them and do not let the lie take over anymore. Do not lose the battle in your mind. Let me read one scripture and I will get out of your hair. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Think of these things. Think of these things. Lord, I thank you for this morning. Thank you because you have given us the weapon to fight the battle and win the battle in our mind. Break stronghold in our mind. 
Let the truth of God speak louder than any lie we've heard since our childhood. Let the truth of God speak louder than what our colleagues, our boss, our teacher, our, anybody has spoken to us. Even the lies our parents spoke to us. Our circumstances spoke to us. Let the word of God speak love to us. Hope to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring your faith or a follower of Jesus, there's a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to thechapelcollective.com.au And thanks again for listening.